2: Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die?
3: Well, Ralph, no sense. You're going first.
1: No, definitely. No,
2: no, 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 no The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave smells
2: like nougat. Now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrose.
1: Welcome to the Chronic Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 2572 City Place Court. They have a 50-foot television. They have 136 draft beers. They have a fantastic menu. You can go there. You can root against the Seahawks if you have a soul. Um, (laughs) And you can root against Tom Brady. I will be doing it, even though uh, the org at quarterback or whatever Andre the Giant uh, but the Pelican House 2572 city Place Court. they have everything you need for sports LSU basketball might be decent this year you can go there um so how did
2: they beat georgia my so god i don't even know easy.
1: i tweeted that they lost and then they that, came
2: was, back that was a miracle
1: it was a it was beyond a miracle it was it it made jesus turning water into wine look like pulling a quarter out of your ear
3: <laughs> uh, so the pelican
1: House, 2572 city place court baton rouge louisiana you should support them because they support us all right we are in the depth we are just beginning the deep dark sad time of the off season as there is really no saints news because no saints players were arrested this week. Yay. Um, Party. the only saints news was Ryan pace is going to be general manager of the Chicago bears. He's 37. He looks 25. Uh, <laughs> he got hired as an intern at the saints job fair, uh, like 15 years ago. Um, I'll start with when you. he was 12, when he was 12. Uh and how big of a loss is this?
2: Well yeah, actually you specifically, not to call you out or anything, but you on Twitter were kinda of downplaying it, and I feel like a lot of people were. Um and uh I, I take issue with that. Um and the main reason I take issue with that is, you know, a lot of people point to the Saints and their struggles drafting um and their struggles with, uh, you know, just the roster in general. Uh, I feel like that's a little bit of recency bias. Uh, And, yes, the Saints have struggled with some of these first-round picks. Uh, I'd point out two things. You know, number one, teams had a lot of success, so a lot of those first-round picks – happen later in the round. And if you look at the percentages, you know, if you a top 10 pick is very different in terms of success, he was co-
1: and, like, he was the, what did he start? At? He was he, the last two years. He's been in charge of like oversee both.
2: But before yeah. that he
1: was, the before college. that he
2: was pro he was actually pro personnel. He was yeah. not college. So yeah. in fact, he had a hand in a lot more of the NFL player scouting. Um, so he didn't even have that much of a hand in the drafting. Uh, but for me, I, I mean, first of all, you look at the roster, roster top to bottom. Um, over the years, it's been extremely successful for the Saints in the yeah. Sean Payton era, and Pace has had a lot to do with that. And in fact, he's been the team's best scout. He he has been for for his entire time in the Sean Payton era. He has c- continually been promoted. He basically became the right hand man of Mickey Loomis, and we know Loomis leans on him heavily because Loomis is as the cap guy. He's a he's an accountant by trade, and so. Obviously he's learned on the job and he's gotten better at kind of player evaluation, but uh, the guy he leans on and who he trusts to to kind of make determinations in that department is Pace. And he's really the one standout guy. I think if you look at how good the Saints have been at uh, creating a talented roster, he's been a a huge part of that, a huge part of that puzzle. Now I'm not saying they can't place him. I'm not saying that they can't get someone else that will be competent Uh, I'm not saying they can't even get someone that could possibly be better, Uh, but I think when you ask the question how big of a loss is this, it's huge. The Saints just lost their best talent evaluator.
1: Uh, Kevin, are you curled up in the fetal position about Ryan Pace? No. I I lost my life to see. He's 37. Jesus. He's younger than me. Barely. And he's running the Bears bears. And I'm in my boxers. bears. I'm in do- my boxers doing a podcast. But... <laughs> yeah,
3: but of the hang- hang- yeah, but you get to hang... David, you get to talk to us, though. That so, is, you
2: know. I, I mean... I'm sure Ryan Pace is in his boxers doing something sketchy in his free
4: time. <laughs> uh, I'm Italian, so I pronounce it Pace. <laughs> 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 I...
1: Um, Kevin, here's a fun, here's a fun, crazy idea. M- Mickey Loomis r- rehires Randy Mueller to be the Saints' pro personnel guy, and he tells Benson it's the third Mueller brother.
3: All right, you got me. All right, go on. Like I'm uh, waiting to see how ridiculous you want to make this. That's that's my that's my crazy idea, and.
1: My question. Many
2: hires Rick Venturi as his Consigliere. My
1: my question is, my question is Benson's 87. Could he get it? Could he Could he trick Benson into doing it?
3: Ah, uh, I don't I don't think Benson. No, I don't think he'd fall for that because Rita's probably hanging out like like a lot, and so she'd tell him something's up. Yeah. So you'd have to make sure Rita's in on it. She'd have to be like Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And
1: and and Randy Mueller was like the only violent shit canning that Benson's ever done. Like I mean, he I mean he uh, thought, Arnie
2: Filco Arnie Filco too.
1: Oh yeah, that too. I forgot about Arnie. Filco yeah, that was
3: those, a bitter separation.
1: That was the only two. Those are like the only two, though. I mean, even like. Ditka, and Cuhera. Like he felt bad when he had to fire Cuhera. He's like, All right. you know. Hey, so. what
3: so what? Remind me again, what was the uh, the deal with uh, Randy Mueller? Mueller. They he he interviewed with Atlanta. Ooh.
1: Behind Benson's back after they told him not to.
3: Ooh, that's bad.
1: That's so, bad. Yeah. You just yeah. don't do
3: that. Yeah. 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 You, you just so don't do that. Me. So. Yeah. You don't. Dave. D-
1: I know you have no inside sources or anything like that, but do you would you prefer the saints promote with within or do you want them to grab somebody outside of the organization to fill that spot
4: well, that's an interesting question i mean i I suppose if there was somebody um, you know I, I kind of come from the philosophy where it's you know, keep it in the family. And if you're promoting from in house, then you're getting somebody who already knows how you like to operate and in the ins and in the outs of, of your specific organization. What the fuck is that? That's um, oh, my, my house alarm. I'm just getting home. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Um, but, uh, you know. If- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
4: There was somebody you really. Didn't, I don't you
2: didn't know any... Kevin was a train conductor and is blowing a steam
4: whistle <laughs> in his boxers. Uh, I don't have any. I don't have any names to throw out there. But I mean, if there was somebody that became available that was like really amazing, uh, that was from outs, you know, from another team, then I'd say, yeah, what the hell, Go for it. And I, I don't know personally. I don't know who they have in house um, that would be next in line to replace uh, Pace. I can tell you that. Um,
2: so you got you got Rick Rypresh, who is the the college scout. Uh, for the, so he's like the head of the college department, and I think you could argue. Now uh, Rypresh is, I mean, he he's got a lot of experience. I mean, he's been with the Saints for a while, and he's been in the NFL for like twenty or thirty years. I thought he went to Jacksonville. There.
0: Who's it? Uh,
2: not that's not Rypresh. I mean, he's still with the Saints. But he, so he's the college guy. I mean, I think you could argue based on how much success they've had the draft, I think most Saints fans would not be psyched <laughs> to see him promote it. Uh, the right. other guy is Ter- Terry Fontenot, um, who's a little bit younger, I believe, but he's got a lot of experience too. Um, so if you're going to promote from within, you'd know, probably be one of those two guys. Yeah. Um,
3: is he related Nick, to Terry Fontenot, Fontenot? Fontenot
2: has the job that Pace used to have before he was promoted. Probably
1: all the Fontenots are related, Kevin. Don't you know that? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. my, for for me, I would really want to hire someone from, from outside. Yes. I really think from a scouting perspective, I mean, you look at the Saints, um, I do think they really need to look at how they're evaluating guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think they have had so many misses with draft picks, especially. Um, I, I wonder, A, how good they are at recognizing guys that can fit in their system and, and grow in their system. And, B, I think they've, they've just struggled in general with, um, you know, maybe getting the right guy for the scheme that they run. In other words, really doing a good job of maybe Rob Ryan saying, hey, find this kind of player for me, and then them going out and identifying him and getting it. So um, I would love to see the Saints. I, mean, I would assume that the, the position that Pace just gave up is a really attractive position to uh, an up-and-coming guy, or you know some some scout that's turning a lot of heads. So yeah, I'd love to see them hire someone new.
1: It'll be interest. It'll be interesting because you know somebody made this point. I think it was Black and Gold Review. They made the point. You know people think that the Saints really overhauled everything in 2006 when they brought in Sean Payton, and it was a change. But really, the front office for the Saints has been pretty damn stable since 2000 when they brought in randy Mueller, yeah he got fired but they just slid mickey loomis over and they've been really stable and haven't done a lot of changes to that front office for 15 years and this is going to be a big this is going to be a big change it'll be it'll be interesting and the thing is with mickey loomis he's been with the saints for so long it's not i wonder where you know like where his contacts, you know, because NFL they hire people they know or whatever. I wonder who he would who would be guys that he would reach out to. Um, uh, and this is and this is one of those hires where it's not like a LSU coordinator or a coach or or a, even a coordinator where like Schefter and Morton are going to be like tweeting about. It. It's, it's going to be. I think it's probably going to be one of those moves. Kevin, where it's just going to be like, oh, the Saints hired that guy. It's not going to be like, oh, my God, they're interviewing so-and-so for the job or they're interviewing this guy. It's just going to be like one day they're going to tweet it, like whoever's going to tweet it out and it's going to be done. It's not going to be like this great suspense.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I think this, this draft, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about the draft a lot. Um, yes, so we will. The time is not now, but I'll just drop this one nugget. I really feel like this draft in particular is a huge crossroads for the Sean Payton era and they have to nail it like they nailed 2006. I mean, I don't know if that's possible, but I think you look at that draft. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the success, I mean, being able to put Zach Streif, Colston, Jari Evans, Roman Harper, Reggie Bush, um, you know, being able to put all of those guys in one draft on your roster,
1: Jeff Fane and Hollis Thomas via trade.
2: And Scott Shanley too. Yeah. Well, no, they got um, Scott,
1: they got Scott Shanley in training camp of 06.
2: Yeah, off but, the street.
1: But they got, I mean, but they got Hollis Thomas and like Jeff. Fain. No, they
2: they didn't they didn't trade for Shanley. They the did. Cowboys.
1: They did. They traded. Yeah, yeah. With, they traded the Cowboys. They traded after they got hammered in the preseason game. Sean Payton basically at midfield was like, "Are you going to cut Shanley?" And Bill Parcells "I'll give you like, a
2: seventh round pick. I'll give you a seventh anyway.
1: round pick if you give him to me now. I think he I think he flew home with them." From Shreveport.
2: Um, <laughs> but no, anyway, my point was that I, they got to nail this draft. Yeah. It's important.
1: Uh, Kevin, the fat man, Rob Ryan, it's kind of official. We think, he, you know, they said he, he's staying, but with John Fox getting fired, John Fox is Sean Payton's boy. Uh. Do you think there's any chance that the fat man's job security is reevaluated if John Fox wanted to take a coordinator job? Me? No, Kevin. Are you there, Held?
4: Oh, awesome.
1: Awesome. Goes to you, Dave. Goes to you, Dave. It's <laughs> like uh it's like the it's like ten thousand dollar pyramid.
4: Pass. Just pass it over. <laughs> um I don't know. I mean,
2: uh, there's no I, way John Fox is not getting a head coaching
3: job, right? Uh, I, yeah, Assuming he Wait, wants one. No? To- yeah, there you go. Well, keep, keep going, oh, Dave. Oh, son of a bitch. I hit the goddamn mute button. Of course you did. This
2: podcast. Kevin, Kevin you're the king. But...
3: I, get a, I get a new smartphone, and I found the goddamn mute button already.
1: If you want to sponsor the podcast, right. tweet us, DM Saints Podcast, or me, or Andrew, if you want to sponsor this podcast that is like an Emmy Award-winning broadcast. Continue, Dave.
4: Oh my God! Anyway, I, I yeah, I think he's John Fox's. I don't think he's downgrading to, uh, to a coordinator position. I was surprised that they fired him. To be honest with you, um,
1: it's his but, fault that Peyton Manning can't complete a deep pass.
4: <laughs> I mean, regardless, I mean, even though they didn't go to the Super Bowl, I mean, they've they're still making the divisional Four round of the straight division titles. Yeah. I mean, like you, you're going to fire a guy like over that. Uh, so, uh, I think that he's in line for a coaching job, head coaching job, not a coordinator job, but if you were, even if you were in your, uh, fairytale world, um, willing to take a coordinator job, I think at this point it's too late. I mean, the saints just came out and said, no, we're sticking with Rob Ryan. Um, uh it would be really be a dick move, I guess if they did now, <laughs> after saying that, fired rob Ryan and brought in john Fox, but um you know John Fox I think would that would be a very interesting hire, but you know Ryan has been here for two years now you you can't keep you know you can't keep turning over defensive coordinators and going through them quickly like this and not giving guys a chance to settle in. Um, you know, and and work with veterans over the long haul. Um, Kevin, please figure out how to work your phone. Uh, you know, <laughs> That's so, not me. That's well, not me. Yeah, I right. Think, um, I think uh, you know that you got to you got to stick with Ryan, and you got to let him. You got to let him make you know try and make good for this past season. Uh,
1: are any more coaches going to get?
4: let go, Andrew?
2: You think? I mean, it's possible. Um, but, I mean, we're we're still waiting for the domino effect. I mean, Of course, the one I'm really paying close attention to is the Falcons because that has direct impact on the Saints and the NFC South. So. High, uh,
1: well, I mean, the thing is with the Falcons is they're hiring Josh McDaniels, aren't they? I mean,
2: I think they, they – Well, no, they... it's, it's down it, – it's interesting because everything I've read is that they're either going to go McDaniel's or they're going to go Todd Bowles of, of the Cardinals, the defensive coordinator. And so you're looking at one that's kind of like more of the offensive mastermind, and obviously he's got some pieces with Ryan and Julio Jones, and he could do something with that offense. But then it's I like could coordinate is,
1: Tom Brady's offense.
2: Yeah, well, but the the, so their is defense is so maybe. bad. Their defense is so bad. I feel like McDaniel's getting hired there. Uh, could he really help the defense? Could he help them get better? Bowles, I think, is a little bit scarier because you know, the, the offense can take care of itself for Atlanta. I mean, they've got pieces there. If he can turn that defense around make them competent, uh, they become a lot more dangerous. Kevin,
1: uh, percentage that Atlanta really, really royally screws this higher up on a scale of <laughs> 1 to 10?
4: Fifty.
1: Seventy-five. <laughs> Seventy-five percent. <laughs> I think so too, Kevin. When you give, if you are willing to give Scott Pioli control of your roster, after what he did in Kansas City, that's. I mean that. Like, why? Well, I don't. I don't know. That. That. that I mean, I'm happy for it, and I'll, maybe I'll be. I'll be proven wrong and whatever, but. I I'm very I'm very optimistic as to where the Falcons uh coaching search is going. Um any thoughts on the playoff games this weekend? I felt bad for Dallas for like 4 seconds and
4: only because
1: <laughs> only because I really believe that Dallas had a better chance of beating Seattle than Green Bay. But then I didn't care. Um right. Uh I'm resigned to the fact I, I,
2: I think the Packers can win that game.
1: No. I'm resigned to the fact that nine eleven Truther Man is gonna win another Super Bowl and it disturbs me. Oh, my God. Dave, you disagree with
4: that? No, no, I don't. I wholeheartedly agree with you and I can't stand it. Uh, <laughs>
3: the sad thing I, is you know what's sad? Yeah, I'll tell you what's worse. We're gonna have to spend four and a half hours rooting for goddamn uh, Tom Brady and Bill oh. Belichick. Oh no! Oh, you gotta. Yeah. Tom
1: Brady gets Super Bowl number four, or or Pete Carroll gets to claim to coach one of the greatest NFL teams in the history of the sport. God, that is.
2: And, uh, and we get and we get DTS from the beast mode flashbacks.
1: Oh. Uh, oh yeah, you know that shit's coming. Are the Pelicans playing Super Bowl Sunday?
4: <laughs> that I can watch that instead. I can watch, I can watch,
1: Mon- I can watch Monty make horrible, horrible substitutions late.
2: Mm, can you, you get, watch the can you get fired already, please? My Jesus. God. Uh, Jesus. Just,
1: just wait, Andrew. They have a cap hold and a stretch provision, and it's going to be fine in 2017.
2: Right. The mid-level exception is going to change everything. It's
1: every- going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, I don't know. Like... It's just it's just depressing. So let's just get to the questions. All right, uh, thanks everybody for the questions. We wanted some romance questions for Kevin. We got a couple. That's good. Vicky asks, Ralph, can we can pre-
4: we tell him can we tell him about Poundtown or are we not?
1: We'll get to, to Poundtown. We'll get to that in the in okay. in the course of the questions, Dave. Don't okay. you worry. Uh, this is from Vicky. Ralph, please pronounce your wife's Twitter name. I'm trying to win a bet. My wife's Twitter name is. Uh, Mon Mao, which is her first three letters of her name and the well, first three letters of my name, her name is Araceli monseviis it's a very very romance and and uh pretty sounding name
3: how did How did such how an did attractive actually, how woman
1: how marry you
4: what's that we, how 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 did such an attractive woman marry ralph how How did that happen She was blind the first <laughs> three <laughs> years
1: we were dating <laughs> and um
2: so, Ralph, what what do you call her besides Tots? Tots, like, what's like her name, like?
1: Uh, that's one of them. Look, the one that I call her a, a good bit is the little sheriff because she
4: rages in the car. <laughs> the so, little sheriff. So, um, ironically, that's also what she calls Ralphina. <laughs> 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 So, so that's so good. That's
2: well it. done. Well done. All right. We should end the podcast right now. Uh, <laughs>
4: that's it. Like George Costanza. Leave it on a high note. I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> so, react. This is from Mike Mills' reaction of you and Kevin. If that Dez Bryant non-catch happens to the Saints in the divisional round,
2: no oh, fuck, Kevin. Oh, I don't know. God.
1: But, but the podcast is it
3: just? Yeah. It's just. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not taking the call. I'm not answering. I'm not calling in, man. I'm, I'm not there. calling in. You. You are going to be. You are going to be hosting the show solo, beca- and and you're going to be reading my text messages to the police because I will have taken hostages. That's. A, <laughs> I mean, the hatred
1: of cowboys aside, and <laughs> the fact, Kevin, they got Kevin, luck, too They too too got a too too break too last week on a good call. All that aside, Dave. I, looked at it, I was like, he caught it. He took two steps to the end zone. Why is that not a football move? That was a catch. I mean, I don't know. Did you
4: think it was a catch, Dave? Um, I, you know, I think I feel like everybody else. It, by rule, it wasn't a catch. It technically wasn't a catch. He didn't maintain control of the ball all the way through the catch and through the ground. Um, but like everybody else, You know, you sit there and you're watching, and you know, I think I think what I think what a lot of guys do is they say, okay, if I was Dead Bryant, would I make that catch? Hell no! Give it to the guy. I can't make that catch. He, uh, you know. It's just one of those things where when you look at it, it's a catch. He made a great play. He made an athletic play. He came down pretty much for the most part with a ball. If you were playing with a bunch of guys, you know, with your buddies at the park, uh, you know, you'd say, all right, you got to give it to him. I mean, it was technically it wasn't a catch by rule, but I mean, it, it's it, it was an athletic play. It was a great effort. Uh, you, I it,
2: you know, it's yeah, tough. Well, it's tough, and I don't hold on that. a second. And Dave, I mean, rules are what separate us from the animals. Uh, I,
4: mm-hmm. I get that, but
2: uh, if well, you can't but, judge but, a but play reason, by the
4: rules, then what are you? <laughs> why are we even here's, having here's, a game? But, here's but, a... Ten, but ten years ago, that would have been a catch. So you know, obviously, so the rules have changed, and you could argue that that this this tweak that they made to the rule that 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 equal that says you have to maintain all the way through the ground, Uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, he came down with the ball, had possession then, pulled it in, extended his arm to reach for the goal line, which obviously in hindsight he shouldn't have done, but I get why he did it, and only then does he lose the ball. I mean, he has it long enough. He went up in the air at the highest point, caught it, came down with it, he tucked it in. And you know it, the the rule also says that you have to make a football move. You could argue that tucking the ball in is a football I move. I thought the, t- t- the, the two steps was
1: all, a, when it, does the steps become a well,
2: football? Well here here's the thing. He he in my estimation, I, I think it was the correct It was the correct application back, of the even, rule.
4: If even, think, it was. It, absolutely, it yeah. was the correct application of the rule, but the rule is dumb. Just like everybody says it's a stupid rule. If We're all arguing whether it was a catch or not. That's a separate argument. If it was close enough to be a catch and, we're all, and it, it was that close, then I a fucking catch. Here's a, Give it to the guy.
1: Here's a fun question, for, and I'll start with you, Kevin. What's the worst way to lose a playoff game? By a controversial or controversial call or getting jobbed by the officials or you just get your guts ripped out like the Saints did in 2011 by San Francisco? What's the worst way to lose a playoff game? And don't and – if you tell me they're equal, I'm going to punch you in the face.
3: <laughs> That's sort of a lo- – here's the thing. It's a loaded question for a Saints fan because the Saints feel – I mean like we already feel like we've been jobbed out by the league anyway. Yeah. So, if if it was an if it was a boneheaded official call, like, well, I mean, shit. Basically, basically, you look back to the the Jimmy Graham uh, catch, no catch. Yeah. So you, they got jobbed by the officials there. Now, Graham. I still contend that was a
2: good call. I still contend that was the, the right
3: call. Check his papers. Jeez. Um so I am going to fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to say having your guts ripped out by the goddamn team because it's like yeah, you can always you I guess having the officials is a con, is a convenient uh is just like a convenient uh
4: scapegoat
2: excuse.
3: Yeah, yeah, convenient scapegoat.
1: Andrew, what's worse?
2: For me it's the officials because then it's not even like some guy made a great play or yeah, you got your guts ripped out, but like you know, too good. Like Vernon Davis, you know, great catch. He gets lit up by Roman Harper. He hangs onto the ball. You know, I, I hate you, Greg Williams, but the guy made a great play. Yeah, and, like
1: if it, if it, if, it, if, I, if they'd have called it a catch and it clearly like bounced on the ground.
2: Yeah, I, I can worse. live with that a lot more than like remember with the replacement refs when the Seahawks beat the Packers. Oh, a yeah. Years ago, I mean, losing like that where you just feel like literally the outcome was completely decided by a referee misinterpreting their role and blatantly
4: basically cheating. Dave. Um, Yeah, no, I agree with everything that uh, Andrew said. And I, I, I read an article today online. I don't know who the heck it was. And it was about the guy, the replacement referee who made the call on the fail Mary play, the Seahawks Packers game. Remember in 2012, I think it was Monday night football. And that guy, since then his life has just spiraled downward oh
1: that's sad he's
4: he's got like post traumatic stress disorder because of it you know he was just bombarded his his wife has left him he can't get a job anymore as a ref because they view him as a traitor because he crossed the line uh, during the strike um, and uh, and he's like thought about like killing himself he's depressed he's thought about suicide and stuff like that um, So, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, it was funny because I, I was reading that article today. I'm like, you maybe know, maybe it's time to cut you know, him a break, Packers fan. Jesus. Well, there's, there's, you know, there's, 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 there's another sign to it. You know, there's real people that are making these calls, and uh, they have to deal with what comes down uh, if they make a bad call. You know, from all these, from some of these crazy fans. You know, crazy fans. And and his thing was worse because there's the timing of of it all. I mean, it was something that was mentioned by Obama and Romney during the president, during <laughs> their campaign. I mean, it got to that level in our society and pop culture, yeah. and it was just like so much on him. Um, so it's kind of, uh, you know, let's all remember that it's just real guys just he doing the fun. job. Wah, wah. Yeah, They're not going to get it right all the time. All right. but, yeah. uh, just, just going back to the
2: the original question, the podcast question, I will say this. We know that Kevin's a little bit schizophrenic already. We've got Sean Orleans. We've got Sir Kevin. We've got Helium Kevin. Uh, I feel like another. Just of forward, Kevin. Yeah, we'll, we'll have another split. If this scenario were to happen, you know, what happened to the Cowboys with the catch, I believe that Kevin would split off into another personality uh, that would be like a wrestling roid rage type <laughs> Kevin. Here's a good question,
1: Kevin. This is from Adam <laughs> Fauche. Favorite romantic and he back. won
3: the he won our podcast, ho, you ho, ho, ho. Won our podcast. <laughs> he won our podcast <laughs> fantasy football league ho, ho, ho. No. favorite <laughs> rom- Wait, wait which Kevin it? is that
1: <laughs> that's bit that's bitter angry Kevin yeah <laughs> Kevin I think you can mock me about the 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 fantasy football league all you want and my dumpster fire of a team but you can't really mock the guy that yeah. won um, he of asked, though, favorite romantic ballad.
4: I feel go. like he was mocking you, Ralph, more yeah. than anything.
1: Yeah. Favorite <laughs> romantic ballad, Kevin, go.
3: Oh, God. Ballad. Uh, Pour some sugar on me. Does that count? Every, every rose has its thorn. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's thats the only thing I could think of is every rose has its thorn. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, I keep going to, like, the 80s. More than words?
4: Can you take
3: more, me high? More than word? <laughs> no, mine would be,
4: I'm the one who wants to be with you. Who's that? Be Who's with me. What's the
1: extreme song? Yes. Yeah. Just...
4: Inside, I hope you
3: feel it too, feel it too. <laughs> Everyone is
2: just turned it
3: off All off my life. To... All right. <laughs> it all, my life. If, Mr. Big, um, right? Actually wait. Uh no yeah, Mr. no Big, uh, yeah. ooh. No 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 no. Ha- Brian Adams, have you ever really loved a woman? Huh?
4: <gasps> really? There you go motherfuckers. Really. And record scratch. Kevin Gosick
1: <laughs>
2: thing with Brian Adams. All right. Uh Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Coincidentally, goes, no, like, hey. not a nickname that Ralph's wife uses for his.
3: <laughs> Brian Adams.
2: <laughs> no, Mr. Big. Mr. Big.
3: Oh. Andrew,
1: if if you had to watch a current or former Saint player go on a dating show, which one would you want to watch?
3: Uh, former
2: Saint player got to be Shocky or current, easy or current, got to be Shocky.
1: Yeah,
3: good
2: choice. Uh,
1: Junior Gallet?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> no, nope, nope. Too soon? Nope. Too soon? I'm setting, I'm setting up. I'm setting up some some road flares, some cones. We're driving around that one. <laughs> no, we're driving around. I'm just saying.
2: Hey, at least no one Andre, said Darren Sharper yet.
1: Andre Roy. The, the the. You could have the dating. game. You could have Andre Royal, Junior Gallette, and Shockey. Best dating game ever.
2: Uh,
1: oh, this is, is kind of serious. I mean,
2: Shockey would be entertaining. The rest of them are just creepy.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. All right, this is another. This is actually a football question. If you could sign one free agent, no money issue, Andrew, is it Indomik and Sue, Justin Houston, Mike Lapotti, or Brian or Byron Maxwell?
2: Oh man. I mean, I just think Sue makes such a difference. He's in the a trenches. Yeah, he's a cra- I love it though, man. I mean, he <laughs> adds a dimension of anger and and violence, and and it's a violent game. I mean, you need people that instill fear, you know, especially your defensive players. I mean, Houston's awesome. I mean, the the sack. I mean, he, he's like Galette point five. I, um, so I I'd be happy with either of those two. I th- and, I'd go I with think. S-
1: I think Sue.
2: Yeah,
1: I think I pick Sue. I think Sue could tra- he could transform Cam Cam Jordan back to his ten to twelve sack tune. And
4: he yeah.
1: he literally could turn Junior Gallette. This might sound crazy, but I believe if, if you put Sue with the same he could tune Junior Gallet into a seventeen sack guy
2: turn a yeah. team Hicks back into
1: what he... Used oh, to yeah. Do. I mean, yeah. it's almost... It, me and Andrew talked about this. We almost... I almost wish the Saints had missed out on Jairus Bird, like Atlanta had signed him, and the Saints hadn't done any big moves last year. And then they would have the cap space, maybe, to just go fucking all-in for Sue. Because Sue is going where the money is. He He's admitted. <laughs> you want to know where I'm going? Talk to my agent. Like, he... He's not taking a dollar fucking less from the Lions. Um, all right, let's see, what else do we have? If, Dave, if the guys had a band name, what would it be, and who does what?
4: The guys, that's us?
1: That's us. If we had a band name, what would the band name be, and...
4: I don't know, like, Saints Row or something, or... I don't know. Juge is the one that books bands. He should be answering this question. Name.
1: Andrew. I feel you have like
4: a... this. I feel like this is in Kevin's strike zone. Yeah. I don't
2: like <laughs> a but who uh, would do?
4: Who would do what? I mean, I think. I think Kevin's deaf captain. Kevin. Kevin I mean, I, I've got to be the guitar player. I have to be. Pal, All right. Well, that's y- fine. Pal, right, so yeah, Juge, if Juge y- y- is playing guitar, then I'm singing. Held is playing the drums, and Ralph, what can you do with your one good arm? Bass, um, I, could play bass. The,
1: I could play the tambourine.
4: There you go. Can I, you could play, you, I could play or the yeah, cowbell. No, you need two hands to play the cowbell. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I could. I got. I got like a with the Botox now, Dave. I'm up from. I used to be like a hand and a half. Now I'm like a hand and like three fourths.
3: So I can oh, hold right. the cowbell. All
4: right.
3: There you go. All right, all right. Dave. David and the Cariello's.
1: <laughs> sounds like it's that. Sounds like we couldn't see Jersey Boys because we couldn't afford it, so we went and saw right. David and the Cariello's. It, right. it was terrible. It was in somebody's garage. They had a lava yeah. lamp. It was awful. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Um,
2: we Kevin, would be the we would be the worst band ever.
1: <laughs> Kevin, people are asking about your dating forays. Uh, how is there that
2: you go. going? Pound Town. Hashtag Pound
3: Town. Yeah, yeah, forget hashtag higher held. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, New Orleans advocate, make that happen. So that th- How bad was the the Saints season? The 2014 season was so bad. Friend of the podcast, Ramon Vargas, he's like, I don't want to cover the Saints anymore. I want to cover Jefferson politics. Yeah, that Is that why was an, an opening?
4: Because he left?
1: He left. He's he's like I am leaving. I'm going to cover.
2: No, he's still the advocate. He just switched. He switched roles. Rules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, Kevin, this is so. So, how is the Pound Town going?
3: Uh, it's going okay. I was I was actually supposed to miss uh tonight's uh, scheduled podcast with a uh with a with a date that Less. from Tinder with a, with a date from Tinder that might have that appeared to be looking good. Because she was actually willing to meet in person after, like, exchanging, like, a few messages back and forth. Uh, but, but that's that not really,
1: a, is that, like – is it a date, Kevin, or is it just – how you doing? It's a date. It's a how date because And we, then you get
3: to it? Like, it's, ten, it's not really well, – like No, I mean – no, well, no. I mean, it's a date because we're actually going to meet at, a, at, at, like, out and, like, have yeah, some Yeah, but you say – when you say you meet out, it's like the bar two blocks
1: away from your house, right? I mean, it's not, like
3: – Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the bar is, like, five minutes away.
1: Yes. <laughs> It's not. It's not. So five like.
2: Minutes walking so or like. Five minutes driving? So like a. No no
3: no 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 no. no. Five minutes driving. But at drive. least
2: date. I mean, if if it's on at a neutral side, at least the date comes with a an eject button, right? Yeah yeah. Isn't that, isn't that kind of the point?
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, date. Kept- yeah, because look, she may she may get to meet me in person and be like, yeah. eh, I'm not really feeling it, and just and just be like, all right, I'm out. Meanwhile, I'll hang around and just keep drinking uh, some uh, some uh, some cocktails
1: and just stomp. and pretend
3: and pretend I'm pretend I'm the great Gatsby. <laughs> All right, proper etiquette for
1: tweeting on a date: acceptable, not acceptable, or only when the girl is in the shitter. hashtag Ask Held. <laughs> uh,
3: only acceptable when the girl is in the shitter, provided you don't be a moron and show the tweets to her. Even if you think you're being funny, just don't do it. Don't uh, you do know, it. I, seriously, I'm seriously, actually serious. gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna lobby that that
2: Kevin start live tweeting these dates. Yes,
1: I think you should. I think, I think you should live tweet these dates. And people, you need to send in your romance questions. If you send in enough good ones, I'll cue up some music and we'll make it a whole segment. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand this question. So, what kind of bribe do we need to get Elliot?
2: Well, that's oh, probably the the Ohio State guy, right? Yeah. Elliott. Oh.
1: Yeah. Uh, the running back. Okay, yeah.
2: I mean, no running backs get drafted in the first round, really. So it's not impossible that Saints. Do we get need back. a running
4: back? I don't really feel like running back is anywhere. If near.
2: Mark, if Mark Ingram leaves, sure. If Mark oh, Ingram wow. leaves,
4: the Saints
1: are have. A guy who has barely had any carries at all, and Pierre Thomas, who's breaking down before our eyes.
4: Uh, I don't really know if I really want the Saints to use a, a first or a second round pick on a running back.
1: They almost did it last year with Jeremy Hill, so they were itching to do it. So, <sighs> I mean, I I know every every draft is different, but I'm just saying they were really really itching to do it.
2: They, wait, they were itching to draft they, Hill. They in the wanted first round? Jeremy
1: Hill, and Cincinnati picked. Pick Jeremy Hill right. Yeah, in front that was of the Saints. like it.
2: That was like in the third round,
1: though. Jeremy Hill was the second round pick, right?
2: I think he was the third round pick.
1: They picked him, right, but that yeah. So they picked him like right in front of the Saints. So I'm, what I'm saying is they were right. itching. They were itching to do it last year
3: in a top. But Dave,
2: Dave's point. I don't think Dave would have an issue. with was a later round pick. He was wrapped yeah, in the right, second
3: right. round.
4: Okay, yeah, I would have an issue. with Second, that. second round. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Stanley Jean Baptiste so far. Has it looks like, right? Isn't that who they yeah, got? Yeah, the would you rather there? have
2: Jeremy Hill or Stanley Jean-Baptiste? <laughs> I mean, right now,
4: I would rather have Jeremy Hill. So. No, 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 no av- ever. Av- av-
1: like I tweeted, that's like going to Target and wanting to buy a 70-inch uh, flat screen, and instead you bought a bag Nothing. of potato chips.
2: I think we can all agree categorically at this point that Stanley Jean-Baptiste will never be as good as Jeremy Hill in the NFL. <laughs>
1: I think that is – I think the best-case scenario – I'm holding
4: out hope over here.
1: The best-case scenario for Stanley Jean-Baptiste, I think, is like Randall Gay or like or like the Walmart version of
2: Fred Thomas. See, here's the thing. He's never going to be nimble enough to cover the slot. So he either needs to become an outside corner or he's never going to play. Yeah. So –
4: could he be a safety? Maybe he could be a safety. I don't think so.
1: We have another. We have another dating question. What's the? This is from Alfred.
4: What's the best movie to
1: take a girl out on a date? Hashtag Ask Held.
3: I mean, well, I is he just asking yeah. like genre? Genre? Partic-
1: yeah, like.
2: Definitely don't, don't go, ask Dave if he hasn't seen the Godfather. Don't go
1: American Sniper.
3: Because <laughs> right, right. I'm right ready come yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, come- I mean yeah it's it's basically a comedy. I mean, you ask her what she's interested in. Now, if it's a bu- if if she starts throwing out fucking romantic comedies, uh try and see what else she's up for. Now, if she doesn't sound really enthused about going to see, you know, anything else, maybe bite the bullet on the rom-com, but then tell her, you know, it, 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 God, I am the worst human being at possibly giving dating advice. By the way, um, rom
4: com is short for romantic comedy for some of you out there who aren't <laughs> as much of a loser as health.
2: I actually had no idea what that was in reference to, so thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Wrong. film
3: degree, film degree, motherfucker. Yeah, um, that's worked out. Yeah,
1: it, it doesn't really matter what you you want to avoid. You wanna you wanna avoid. Like Lord of the Rings, sci-fi yeah. type yeah. stuff,
3: and well, like hardcore un- unless, action, unless it's fun. Unless she sounds like, unless she sounds like it, like she thinks it's fun and would be up for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, but
4: the, the, the Hobbit
1: doesn't whatever. scream fun,
3: you know. The Hobbit doesn't scream. You know how, we know that we've hit the right kind of movie. You got to pick the right kind of movie. For instance, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's an- so,
2: Andrew, go you ahead. You were going to say well, something. I was going to say, you know we've hit dark times in, in, in the Saints off season. When And you know this is a brutal podcast when it, it, it has included two references now to Ralph's penis and the word rom-com have been dropped. Well,
1: you know, and the thing is, the, the scary thing is, it's not even February yet. No. So, like not um, even when, July. Will Kevin, when will Kevin start hitting on the Oregon cheerleader? Oh
3: God! Just get her around. The Oregon
1: cheerleaders are smoke shows. Like they, that is a quality, quality squad.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, did you see? But did you see the one that was being tweeted and retweeted last yeah. night? Yeah. I mean that. I mean, gorgeous, absolutely a a phenomenal looking woman. <laughs> all right, this is from this is from
1: Falcons M five Saints fans here. Why are
4: we all our, Why
1: are all our players terrible people and even worse players? Uh, well, well, is
4: that
2: in reference to the Falcons or the Saints? That's in no. reference to you
1: know. No. That's, well, He's you know,
4: being facetious.
1: You know, I would worry about the Falcons when they open their new stadium and charge ten thousand dollars a seat license, and you got thirty thousand people in the stadium.
3: <laughs> and, and, and it looks like looks like fucking – uh oh, now I can't even think of the goddamn thing uh, online we'll that it is. Come, we'll it looks like you, fucking Kevin. Goatsy. The yeah. stadium looks like fucking Goatsy, okay? <laughs> Seriously. Not, and I'm glad you brought that up because cause <sighs> I'm working at a TV station. And now and we've we got the shock
2: site reference.
3: Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it, it, we're working. We get a fucking news release from this architectural firm. HOF, it's a big deal. They're a big, world-renowned architectural firm. They're like, hey, we got an anniversary uh, right about these things, these sports things that we've been designing lately. One of them's a soccer stadium for, for uh, San Jose. It looks nice. One of them is some other arena in, in, uh, in fucking Europe. And it's like, okay, that looks nice too. And the other one that they've spent hundreds, if not thousands, of man hours on. Is the new Atlanta football stadium?
2: Go see. I,
3: I, it 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 looks like an asshole. <laughs> the stadium looks like an asshole. Is it going to be called the Giant Taint? No, it's not a taint. It, no, it's
1: it, a fucking it, it, asshole, it, it's, Ralph. It's not a no. Uh, I thought it looked well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It. I mean, the cake will be the empty parking lot by week seven. <laughs> he called it gutsy. <laughs> uh,
4: Maybe they can call it the, the stink arena. The cornhole.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Or the uh, the,
4: the dirty bird hole.
2: If someone – if anyone listening hole. doesn't know what we're talking about, seriously, Google that shit. Pl- Google a picture of the new Falcons stadium. The plug? And you'll, you'll see. <laughs> the um, yeah. it's, it's,
1: it's bad. It's
2: bad. Is there it's any chance bad. that the guy designing the stadium is a Saints fan and this is just a huge troll move? It is. I don't know.
1: I I so want the Atlanta Falcons to go back to the 1980s when they were – a complete and utter joke. And they're so close to doing it. They're just one terrible hire from being a dumpster fire.
2: Well, they've
3: got what? They've got what? what? 10 wins in two years now, You're going to have Josh McDaniel as your head fucking coach. He's going to waste whatever offensive talent you guys have established there. And you're going to be playing inside of an asshole. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations, Falcons fans. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations.
1: Oh, <laughs> I enjoy the off-season podcast much more than I should, and probably the listeners in general.
4: How, how uh, many of these have we done now? What what number is this?
1: This is our second podcast of the year. No,
4: no, aren't we at 400? No, no. We, this
1: is episode 197 Ooh. in the current format uh, with the three of us. So there's four, there's, four there's, us us there's
2: four of us. There's four of us. three
1: it's the me and the three of you, knuckleheads.
3: Uh, you so, wait, it, so, so wait, so wait, you're telling me we're almost at episode 200? <laughs> we all four of us.
1: We're almost at episode, yeah. Because wow. you gotta, you gotta remember, dude. We, the first, we started going every week, starting in March of 2012. Hmm. Yeah. So because because cuz remember we were like, well, we're doing a special one for Bounty Bounty Gate and whenever news breaks, we'll do it again. And yeah. And we just started doing it every week cuz every week they had something new come up, you know? Right.
2: So wait, this is this this that doesn't include any of our blog talk radio. No,
1: that doesn't. If you include if you include the, the post game show and the blog talk nonsense that me and Kevin did, uh And you, you guys were part of it too. In 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 uh nine and ten oh eight nine and ten, and even a little. It's probably closer to like four fifty. But I want to celebrate the two hundred number. So we're three away from that because it's a nice clean number.
2: Love it.
1: So, um, I was
2: promised Sir Kevin.
1: (laughs) I want Sir Kevin. I want Sir Kevin, and I want. I love message board, Kevin, but. Message board yeah, Kevin is really difficult Kevin. to bring out. You can, you, you gotta have something that just—it's like the Hulk, you know? Like, right. like, like other other things that Kevin does, he can sort of—he can just say, oh, "I'm gonna do that tonight." But like message board Kevin, it's not. You, it's like the Hulk. You can't just summon the right. Hulk up. You gotta piss him off and get him out. Right. So, right.
3: Otherwise, I'm just Bill Bixby hitchhiking.
1: I think, though, I'll be able to bring out message board, Kevin, a lot once free agency starts because I'll just start throwing out ridiculous ideas. But uh, So go to uh, Saints Nation. Andrew's counting down the top ten Saints plays of the year, and it is fucking depressing. But I think it's going to get worse when he does the top ten worst plays of the year.
3: Hang on. I got some breaking news here.
1: What is the breaking news?
3: Reports say that Todd Bowles is the new head coach of the New York Jets. Yeah. No! That's so good the news. Falcons, the Falcons are going to lose out on that guy. So congrats. <laughs> Josh McDaniel, motherfuckers. Super Enjoy it.
2: Nice. There, one Enjoy
3: step it.
1: Josh McDaniel. Kissing Susie Cole for reference there. Uh, Enjoy so, it. So go to Saints Nation. Andrew's Andrew... Was the top 10 worst plays of the year, was it the most depressing thing you've done for the Saints in, like, two years?
2: Uh, I don't know, man. banning gave was pretty depressing.
1: Uh, You can go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave's got all kinds of fun stuff. They have open threads during the playoff games and different things. Uh,
2: and, Kev- and, Kevin, and Kevin's on Tinder.
1: Kevin's on Tinder. Find him there, ladies. He's <laughs> waiting. He's waiting for you. So, for
2: Dave,
1: for Kevin, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week,
0: be safe.
3: All aboard the train to Poundtown. Town. Doot, doot. <laughs>